This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Sunday, the 2nd of April, 2023. In this evening's show, he reacts to the absolute shit show at Deepdale yesterday as the Mikasaurus unbelievably sets us up with five at the back. And once again, left our best players on the bench in a must-win West Lancashire derby against the Nobbers, which we lost badly, very badly. I'm John Aspinall on the Seasides podcast. Match reaction show, PNE3, Blackpool 1, FFS. With a great tradition. Uh, good evening, everybody, on a very glum and sombre Sunday. Um, I'm sure you've all had your Christmas, uh, Christmas dinner, Sunday dinners and you're you jaded on the sofa or on the chairs, uh, Raggy and Tim on mute, just after what we've witnessed yesterday. Certainly wasn't anything to brighten your Sunday, Tim, was it? Absolutely dire. We all thought it couldn't get any worse after last year, but the Mikasaurus completely... Outdid Critchley. The, the Deepdale dinosaur, as I now call him. <laughs> uh, I, other than I can take some, some perverted satisfaction from the fact that I sort of predicted it, although I think Tom actually got the result correct. I just got the uh, the differential correct. Uh, sorry, the score correct. I just got the differential correct. Um, that That's uh, cold comfort, shall we say. Um, I, was, I was stood near Raggy and that watching that game goes down as as in the top five of my worst ever moments as a Blackpool fan. And that takes some doing. But um, that was... For those who who had the misfortune to be there will no doubt resonate with my... Um, but to have those... Uh, I'm going to avoid the expletives at the moment. I'll, they may come later. Um, yeah, but to, to, to have them... Chanting Blackpool get battered everywhere they go, and you, you get Blackpool's going down, and we've got to just sit there and take it because the reality is we are we were that shit. You can't even argue with it. No, nope. um, was was incredibly difficult to take, incredibly difficult to take, particularly 
as we're going to go on to discuss when I'm not saying it was avoidable, but we almost like gifted it because they were, they were not good. They were not good. And, and we were too scared to have a proper go at them. And, they beat us and in I second will, gear, Tim. Didn't they? I will never forgive the dinosaur for that. Never forgive. Cause we didn't even make an effort. And we'll go on to the reasons why that was and, and and who should have been picked and who wasn't even in the fucking squad. I know we'll you're talking about. We'll talk about that as we go on. But uh, to say I was... Uh, listen, I, I was, it, it could have been... A, listen, you can lose a game and still go out and have a beer and enjoy yourself. I just had to go home after that game. I, I just... You'd, you'd, I you'd gone, Tim, by the time I arrived at the patch, you'd gone. Yeah, I, I just... I couldn't stay. I, just, I was so... Annoyed, I couldn't even stay and have a drink. I couldn't even socialise with people. I was, I was that fuming, and I still am. All today, I've been thinking, you know, a, a five-year-old kid could have picked a better team than our manager did yesterday. But I'll, I'll, I'll hold, I'll hold my counsel, and I'll come back on it. Raggy, we, when I, uh, I just pie drove, I parked up, um, parked just there. Blackpool Road, and as we we turned the corner, walked down more part towards the ground, we saw the the massed ranks of the Blackpool fans being escorted by what looked like a, an army of police, which looked a, it was a, it was a sight to behold. Were you were you well, in that group? We have to let them know we're there, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just normal now, isn't it? And that's uh, that's what they do when we go there. But I thought. What was the mood like? Well, on the it was all right. The but, I mean, I'm struggling to even care to bother about it before the game, if I'm honest with you. Like, it just doesn't really matter now. It just doesn't matter. It's... So, I suppose what I'm getting at is, was was the the mood dampened as soon as the team news came out? Well, I think it came that was out, like the, it, the pin in the blue moment the for a lot before, of people. Didn't it? They, had the, they had the team the night before. The, the only change was Thornley. It must have been a late change because that, that team was out. That team... Because some people in the club still can't keep their mouth shut, roaming around with them, telling everyone. I was about well, to say, how? How did that commentary out? fucking brethren just like to go around, don't they, telling people? So, because um, I've had it with them, idiots. Um, and that stems right back to the Coventry game, like, and it's fitting, really, because I wasn't on here for that Coventry game. Uh, after that Coventry game. We didn't, we didn't did do one. I can't, <laughs> we didn't I can't, do because one. I was, no. I, I was fuming. And I've gone up 10 notches after yesterday, but... At that game, I went round to McCarthy and told him what a disgrace he was, standing there, flicking through his bleeding iPad like that, with TC, I can't get a tune out of a grand piano. That that idiot. 3-1 uh, down, flicking through that, and then the fourth goal's in, and he's still flicking through that. He's got Bowler and Pervader 10 yards away from him. So I went round and told him, well, well, the answers are here, Mick. They're here. But you've got your best players on the bench. You didn't do what anything. Did he, he, say? Just stayed, he just stared forward, did he say? Didn't say anything. Off we, off we go. Fuming, and you hear all this stuff about Coventry fans in corporate giving Blackpool fans shit. You've got half the bleeding ground full of Coventry fans. Uh, uh, total nonsense. Been going on all season, that. Uh, that That's added to it. I don't care what anyone says. You get people saying, oh, it shouldn't make a difference. Well, then home games wouldn't make a difference, would they? If fans didn't make a difference, home games wouldn't make a difference. Of course they make a difference. Raggy, last, last season I was... Uh, then the season due, I was sat next to uh, um, uh, 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 Hobby. Hobby, couldn't forget. I'm, I'm not quite with it. And um, 
and he uh, he basically said because it was actually the derby game, and he said the Blackpool players hate it when they yeah. give the whole of that end to um, uh, to, to to the opposition because he said it's relentless all game. You yeah. just it just doesn't it's stop, and um, it's it's a little bit different. You know, if you're behind a goal or whatever, or in a corner, or, but giving the whole the whole length of of, of the stand to to an opposition team. It, they're at your game. It might, it might it, have um, dissuaded the ref from giving that second penalty and sending um, listen, Joker. These, these things all make a difference. The first things the players see when they come out on the pitch, if they go 1-0 up, which they predominantly have done this season, these teams, then it's like a home game and they're having a party. The 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 actual stats of it are that we've had eight games uh, done that. We've lost four. We've won three. Uh, drawn three and, lost, and won one. We've got six points out of them eight games when we've given that. What is that? What is that when, when the when is that when it's full fans, of the yeah, away fans? 15, yeah, we've got fifteen points at home right, okay. without the away fans having the full lot and six points with it. So, <laughs> well, Raggy, you know that you know that phrase uh, closing the door. Well, here it is again. Now, so now we've decided that um, we're not going to do it. I mean, what well, is it fitting that? The, that yeah, the, yeah. For the weekend it, game, for the weekend game. And forgive my cynical nature, right through this whole show now. But is it? Is it? Um, is it too cynical to suggest that Coventry was the last team here and our superstar Coventry contingent that have come in and they got the whole stand and loads of corporate and everything like that? Because mm-hmm. I don't trust them. One oh, of them idiots yeah. said to me he was going to come for a pint in the Arndale with me uh, only only, 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 only two weeks ago or so. Um, you know, I didn't make a big deal of it because the occasion where it happened wasn't quite right. But even, it, 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 even, Did you take even my missus well, said, what's that all about? The Arndale. I said, oh, there you go. This is what we've got. Clueless. It's like the it's like That's the it. seafarers, it's, isn't it? Oh, it, it, <laughs> um, what did Dominic Raab call? Um, oh, he, he made an absolute bollock, didn't he? In um, what's Paul Paul O'Grady? What did he call him? Paul Grayson. Did call him Paul Grayson. In well, we might as well get this. We might as well get yeah. Paul O'Grady in. He might do a better job, and he's not even with us anymore. But. The uh, sorry, I know I'm going to go off on a tangent, like, but I am fuming because it just gone on to the next week. I thoroughly we had the piss taken out of us at home against Coventry, and I think I said that to people privately, and I it just felt like that the club took the piss out of the fans that game, and, and it wasn't on, and I and and McCarthy was certainly taking the piss, and I can't believe we've gone there yesterday and that has happened. Can't believe it. It's it's it can't it can't be allowed to go without sanctions going off somewhere and and I'll put it here now, we are going down to the training ground this week, a group of us and they are having it them players and that management team they're getting told no shenanigans they're getting told it's not on there's seven games to go still this season, and they need to get their heads out of their asses now the players and bless poor Josh Bowler who's the only one that had the balls to come back on that coach yesterday, another joke by the way, um. They don't elaborate. Right, the uh, raggy. Came back elaborate. To the ground, so for I'm going over there to have a word here because I'm not having it. It's it's a disgrace that go over there. One person on the whole coach, Josh Bowler, just looking dejected and apologising. Right, and so, so where is everyone, Josh? They went back to the hotel. So this is our big derby game, our biggest game of the season. Effectively, a cup final in its nature. The fact that we need to win and start getting some points on, and they don't travel together. They don't come back together. They're not together. 
And, you know, they met up at the Marriott Hotel whenever, Friday, Saturday. But I know one of the players was having his breakfast in the Dunes Cafe on Saturday morning. So it's, it's nonsense, the whole thing. So they, no one's got a grip of it. They're no, not playing like they're no a team, are they? McCarthy's of, useless. Appleton was useless. But whoever the bosses are, we know who the bosses are, the board, what are they doing? Because you wouldn't accept it. You wouldn't accept it of your employees doing that. You'd be questioning, hang on a minute, what's going on here? And they don't. It's almost as if it's almost as if they don't actually know what should be happening. You know what I mean? It's like that the, they don't actually between them. I, I put. I was thinking this before. Between them, there's two. There's there's two football fans that own. Well, a football fan owns the club and he's mate. And then the football knowledge that they apparently have is an ex-agent. And it's like they don't actually know what it should be like. What do they want? What should it look like? And they've struck lucky with one manager and then that's that's all been very rosy and everybody's gone, oh, aren't they wonderful? Aren't they brilliant? Haven't they brought all this this joy to the club? But actually, the other three managers have appointed it. It hasn't worked and it hasn't been right. And it and and there's been you know you go back to Larry first uh, Larry first there were there were clear there was a lot of discontent around that it was not a good feel it, it turned toxic Appleton it turned toxic and this is turning toxic so you know Matt, that, Matt, that it doesn't suggest Matt, the structures are right it's not it's not a case of um, uh, after the Lord Mayor's show and hindsight and all and wonderful hindsight all these things. Anybody, listen. I don't. I don't want to talk too much about Manchester Paul, But I remember being asked, "What do you think about Appleton?" Uh, sorry, no, what do you what do you think about Grayson? Because I was still involved, and I, I said, "Why are we even looking at, at Grayson?" And we were, and the, and I'm not going to go into the whys and wherefores as to what was going on, but it was it was obvious that Grayson was not going to be a good appointment. It was obvious Appleton was not going to be a good appointment, and it's pretty obvious. That McCarthy wasn't going to be a good appointment. Now we've tried to get them. We've tried to be positive on it, but the reality is, it's slim pickings, isn't it? With all of them, and we've had so the, the, the recruitment. The recruitment has been absolutely. I was going to say it's poor, but I was going to swear that. But it, it's 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 obvious. It's there before you even appoint them. Anybody who points Grayson with his managerial record in the in the championship knows he's not going to. He's, 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 sorry, in, 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 it, I think the argument was sorry because he was in League One, wasn't it? So the argument was in League One. He did it in League One, but the reality is, we're going back. How many times does going back work? It doesn't. We've then got Appleton, who it, you know. Listen, we saw we saw the reaction from certain certain elements, particularly like the mucker element. Which was was only a reflection of what we're all thinking. Why are we going back to Appleton? So he's he's he's, he's struggling before he even starts. And listen, we had a little bit of a golden patch up to the end of October, and yeah, you know, and and we were reasonably positive. But the reality is, he was always on a hide into nothing. McCarthy's coming, but every time we're back, we're we're we're, we're batting against bringing in managers who are playing to different systems to everything that's gone before it, aren't we? So we've got. Um, we've got a scenario where when Critcher leaves, we completely change the system. And we've got, we bring somebody who's, who's, who's committed to 4 3 3, which doesn't fit the players we've got. We then bring the players in that, or some of the players in, which will actually help the system. 
and then we bring in a, another manager in who isn't going to play that system, and it's just like your your head end your head end ends up hurting and it, because it, you can see how obvious it is, and and yet we keep seeing to make the same mistakes and the same mistakes and the same mistakes, and it's it's this has incredibly frustrating. And it's also the, the, sorry, it's, got, it's gone on for twelve games now. We've conceded twenty goals and scored thirteen, and six of them that we scored were in one game. So, Mister Super McCarthy and he's like, "I'll hold out and we'll get a defensive nil." It's just rubbish. We effectively got to score three goals if we want to go, if we want to win a game. The way it's going, it's just, it's just. I don't, I don't even can't even find the words for it. I feel like wading into him all. Like I said to you before, he wants an horse's head on his pillow. I've a good mind to phone some people back home in Naples there and get him <laughs> off for here because it's, they sent us there yesterday like Muppets, taking us for mug. Lambs to the slaughter, weren't we? Take, if, there's, if there's one fan base, I've said this to you guys, but if there's one fan base that doesn't deserve to ever, ever have the piss taken out of it again, it's this one. And also, if any of them think that we as a fan base are mugs, then they don't know their history because we're certainly not that and we won't be having it. And I think the fact that they don't know the fan base tells you all you need to know about the the demics that they've brought in because um, I'm not having this Coventry. I'm sick of it. I've started hating Coventry because... What do they think they are? It's like this lunatic walked around the club telling me that we're punching above our weight. Then thinks it call, can call it the Arndale Club because he thinks Blackpool are nothing. He thinks Blackpool are smaller than Coventry, and it's it's it shouldn't be allowed to happen. And I blame Simon Sadler and I blame Brett Geraghty for allowing it to happen because I'm a Blackpool fan and I wanted to throw him out of the bleeding club, the Armfield Club. Never mind the football club. You shouldn't be coming in there with things like that, saying things like that. They should know exactly what they're on about, but they don't. They've come here as a stepping stone. As if it's a nothing, oh, it's only Little Blackpool, it's all right. Well, no. Mm. So they'll see Little Blackpool this week because the players aren't the players aren't um, getting away with it either, by the way. Because albeit they're set up to fail, and I'm sure they're absolutely pissed off trying to play them systems. They weren't trying yesterday. That's two games now, right? Two seasons running, and it took no yellow cards in the first game until the 76th minute yesterday to get a yellow card in a derby match at Deepdale. That says it all. We've got players falling over balls, slicing it, one player just hoofing it down the wing 15 times and thinking that's acceptable. CJ Hamilton just set him off on the on the beach and earn a few quid off him carrying kids around because that's about what his level is now. And... And and Raggy, as much as you ha- as much as we all bloody hate him, yep, Brad Pop, bang at his, bang at his it. approach. He he's, he's yeah. set, he sent Ubi straight away. And if last season's game, point. go back and watch it. After ten seconds of that game, that's exactly what he did to him again. Flew into him and got a yellow card in the first ten seconds last season. Did exactly the same thing. And he's an average player that looks like a bleeding jippo, but he's banged up for it. And he gets their team going and sets the tone, doesn't he? Well, he is. Yeah. For so, he's ended up hating us a lot, hasn't he? And uh, for whatever reason, and uh, you know, he, he basically took the oyster and coin, didn't he? And so he's he's not particularly liked here anyway. But um, the, the reality of the situation is, he yeah, actually knows what the derby means. Sets the and he, tone. And he, and he, they all do. They set the tone. 
golding everyone, getting them at it, but that's what you've got to do. We've got a team of shit houses, but I've just there's a team in there though. We know there's better players in there. Some of them players, and particularly the ones that didn't even start the game yesterday, would get in most of the championship teams. I mean, look at that yesterday. If if Thornley had played, we'd have, we'd have, we'd have effectively not played Gabriel, not played Paveda, not played Bowler, not played Patino, and told Fiorini just to go home. He's all right today. We don't need you. That's five play. That's ridiculous. They all five of them should be on the pitch in that game. Let's move on to the the lineup then. Let's bring it up and have a look. Uh, the team sheet came out about an hour before kickoff. Dejected me as I was walking down towards the ground, and it was Maxwell, Gabriel, Connolly, Nelson, husband, Lyons, Dougal, Anderson, Hamilton, Rogers, and Yates on the bench. Grimshaw, Garbert, Thompson, Patino, Carey, Bowler, Paveda. Matt, let's come to you first. Um, your thoughts when that shower of shit dropped on your mobile device? Um, well, I I hadn't been privy to the team on on Friday, so I was I was actually weirdly confident about this game. I was I really was because um, they're shit at home. Their fans are not happy with the negativity of low. The the the, the the Preston fans I know don't like low at all. And I thought, you know, if we if we put anything close to a, a semi-coherent, balanced side playing with the, the, the best players that we've got, we can put them under pressure. We can, you know, we can get them... Um, grumbling, you know, a big crowd full of, you know, a big a big crowd full of a lot of their sort of floating fans can turn and we can do it. And I was weirdly confident. I really was. And then I saw the team sheet and I just thought, for fuck's sake, it's not what, what is that? I couldn't even work out what it was, where anyone was well, playing. Yes, and exactly I saw Tim and Nick just before the game, didn't I? And sort of, mm. or, you know, just when we got inside and said, you know, something like another feast of free-flowing football in store for us then. Tim, we we briefly discussed putting Kesh in, but we soon logically deduced, A, he won't be fixed, he's not played all season, and B, he'll be fasting for Amadam, so he shouldn't be anywhere near 100%. Yeah, the starting 100%. 11. And in he goes. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew, I, I'd heard on the morning that, because uh, Thornley was originally in the team, and Ga- as I understand it, Gabriel wasn't. So, um, uh, so the original back three was obviously Nelson, husband, and um, and Thornley. Now, when I when I knew he dropped out and I saw the team, I naturally thought that Connolly was dropping. This is before I go on to my other issues. That Connolly was going to drop to the right hand side of the back three, and and that Lyons was going to um, to left back, and that Gabriel was playing right back because that would be the logical thing to do. But instead, we, we decided to play Gabriel as a right-hand side of a back three, which I think if you asked any Blackpool fan who would do a better job on the right-hand side of that back three, Connolly or Gabriel, I don't think you'd have anybody who would pick Gabriel. Or if you did, it would be the But in what world do you have a back three when we've only got one centre-half? Yeah, well, but if, but if you're going to do the back three, at least play somebody back there who's played in a back three before, which Conley has done. And then and then I thought, well, where's where the fuck is Thornley? 
sorry, where, where the fuck, where the, where, where the fuck is Fiorini? And um, I thought well, he must be injured again. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I thought that. I thought he's got to be. So injured. we're thinking about right, right, Fiorini's it, fucking not another centre midfield injury again. And I went through all the game believing that Fiorini was injured, and then I find out that the dinosaur has actually told him that he's not needed. Turned up at the ground. Not turned up at the ground as well. To be told and, that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he's still not good enough when we've we've lost Thornley. Tim to go into a bit of slack. He's only got seven subs. Come on. And two le- he's got you know, two, two left two left he's got, backs. He's got two he's left backs leave. in there. And, 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 and Farini started seven Farini started seven games for us this season. And as a manager you'd expect him to know how many games we've won with Fiorini in the side. And how and the reality it? is we we've won four out of the seven that he started. Wow. We've only won eight wow. all season. That, that and, kind of that tells you a story, doesn't it? That thing about as a manager you'd expect to know, right? Kesh, I like Kesh. I have a lot of time, or, you know, what Kesh has played for us. I've got a lot of time for Kesh, but he's never actually played well at number 10 for us. He's played well on the left side of attack. That's what he does, right? Pervader was brilliant at 10. Brilliant. Carey's better in that was. position as well, isn't he? Burnley, I'm just, just going to that. Sorry, Burnley, Carey was pretty much man of the match. He was brilliant. He's not played him at 10 since. We've got two other players who've, who've in the last, whatever it is, six weeks, eight weeks, played at 10 and played really well. But now we'll play Keshi there, who isn't a 10, or has never, as far as I can remember, has never played well at 10. Is it because he's got 10 on the back of his shirt? Is that why he's picked him there? And and, and he's just come up from injury. And he's in the yeah. middle of Ramadan. Yeah. And, and he's and, uh, he's never going to have the energy to go the full 90 minutes anyway. And this is the most blood and thunder game we've got of the entire season, arguably, away at Deepdale. It's and like, he drops him in. Somebody said in it. Somebody said in it. It's almost like deliberately watching what anything that fans say and doing the opposite. And it's, and, but the fans are saying things that they, we. I genuinely think we've got a manager who hasn't got a frigging clue what what players we've got and what positions you're playing. And I think he's just playing some his his own, his own version of championship manager. Where because he's done it before. Well, you could do it before somewhere else, but you've got to actually know the players you've got. And and, and to play Gabriel right inside of a right of a, of a back three when you've got Connolly who could do the job better, and then you tell the best midfielder that we've got to fuck off I, I, because you've said it before it. again. Again, he did it at Burnley as well. He did it at Burnley. <laughs> Told, no wonder he what got in his car and fucked off because the reality is. He's the best. He knows he's the best midfield player we've got, and he's not even fit to get in the squad. I don't blame him for bogging I, off home. I don't blame. I don't blame Pavida for bogging off home because the reality is they're gutted because they know they're better than what we've got, and and they are. They are, and, and, and the fact that we've got a manager who can't even no. see that, it's it, it it's beyond frustrating. It, and again, it it feeds into why we are. I had to go home. I literally, I couldn't speak to people yesterday. It was, it was the old the point of playing Gabriel is to put Connolly in midfield. I can forgive that because Connolly wins the ball for other players. But what is the point in then doing that if he's winning the ball for Kenny Dougal? And then you're leaving, yeah, you're exactly. leaving Fiorini Patino. It's, it's like that defeats the, the you've, you've 
you've switched it around to 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 put a ball winner in there, but you've not put a footballer next to the ball winner. So what's it? the point? And if Kenny was Kenny was on top of his game, I might forgive him. But he had the worst. <laughs> he literally had the worst game I've ever seen Kenny Dougal had last week or two weeks ago. He's had the two the worst, worst games in a listen, row. Listen, I, I, I'm I'm a Kenny fanboy. I've been uh, I've been in that. He's never said. <laughs> but the reality, the reality is, he was listen, awful. The, guy, the guy's clueless. Ago. I've said it before. Awful. He basically. If the old Amlot had a fight, them 11 would win the fight on the pitch, having a scrap, so he's put them in. He's trying to just put anyone in there that's got anything about him in terms of physical presence. Clueless, clueless tactically. No idea what players we've got. Needs to go now. There's seven games to go. There's seven games to go, and anyone that could yeah. just get a rocket up them players' arse or actually make them feel like they're valued and they want to win and we need them here, and they are a good team, because I don't care what anyone says, they can beat anyone, the right team. That squad, that team that can be put out there can beat anybody. And all's not lost yet, albeit absolutely walked out. I was on the train before the final whistle went, by the way, yesterday. So that's how much I'd they'd done my head in. Uh, I thought I'd better go because I might have got myself in a bit of bother. So... <laughs> you had a, you had a few veins on yeah, towards the back of I your was, neck, which were I was not happy with any of it. But uh, you know, um, I don't. I, I just I don't know. Like everyone else, I was home. I never go home on a Saturday. I'm always known for being the last one in the home field. I was home, led in bed at eight o'clock. Gone. I can't be doing listening to everyone. Some people seem to get over it a bit quick for my liking. I can't. I'm just fuming all night, so I have to go. Well, I, I go back to the thatch and I, I've got a pint in. And it was, it was only the third one of the whole day because it was a nightmare in the uh, Weatherspoons in Poulton where we'd gone first thing because it was too busy. One in the ground and then and then one when I got – and I literally looked at it. I, could, I, I nearly didn't finish it. I ended up finishing it and they were going, oh, we're staying out, we're staying out. And I just, I just walked home. I walked home and I was just like – and it, I sat on the couch watching some yes. crap film. <laughs> Um, it's, you went uh, because you heard I was coming, really, didn't you? Tim? Well, I, I, I did hear that as well, John. To be fair, but um, no, the reality was I, I, I was not in the mood to socialise no, with anybody. Uh, I didn't want to talk about the game. I didn't want to talk about anything else. I just, I was, I was, I was. I'm saying here, whilst the players drive off home in their own cars and go and do whatever they want for the weekend, which is. Uh, Nonsense! I know we mentioned it before. Like they, they, these have got to be going on the same coach. These players, they've got to be. They're supposed to be a team. I don't know what the, the mentality is behind all that crap. I do not know, but that's not it. That is not it. The Armfield Club, we've got a football team, haven't we? And they got their biggest game the other week when they got that semi-final Lancashire Cup. And, you know, they spent the whole day making it sort of special. Big occasion for them. They were up against a team they were expected to get beaten by. You know, they went there, coached, had something to eat, got a coach together, came back together, you know, got beat on penalties when they were expected to really be getting beat 3 or 4 nil in that game. But that just brought everyone together. What a great day they had. What a team, what a, what morale they had. That's Sunday League. Performing better than Blackpool in the local derby. And uh, that's blamed from the top of the club right round, right down to the management of it. Because uh, I, I, if I was in charge of the club, I wouldn't be accepting that on the match day when I found out what the plans were for the players. No chance. It's not what the fans, we, we don't want to see that. I want to see everyone up for it. It should have been a week of team building and, and positivity out there. 
Well, we did. Two, we had two weeks, Raggy. Absolutely, should have been positivity about Big Derby Day and all that. So we can give them idiots as much crap as we want down the road with the 10,000 balloons and the flag wavers. But they were building for it, weren't they? They were building for it. They were hoping and trying and doing something to try and get momentum going for that game. You know, they even made up the bloody reclaiming the bloody town end or something like whatever it was. But whatever they were doing, they, they did it. You know, they moved fans, they reduced our allocation, they done all that, you know. They did what they needed to do to make it into a derby match in their favour. But we don't. We just we rock up there, do what you want, lads, come in, get an egg butty, and then you're on the pitch. Fiorini, you go home, mate. There's no need for you. And no, they can't, Ke- no, they can't Keshi, you don't eat, mate. You just, you just drink a bit of water there and don't warm up too much because we don't want you have no energy when the game starts. But this is it. It's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Professional football club. Championship professional football club, one of the most famous ones in the in the country, even across the bleeding world. And we treat it, or well, some people treat it like it's just a second rate tin pot outfit, and some accept it. Well, I ain't. Not no chance. And they've got to be told they don't care which players are staying here next season, all this. They need telling, and they'll be told this week. Um the importance and what people have done. And see, everyone forgets though as well, you see. Everyone that's listening to this now and everyone that will listen to it, this fan base, all of you and all of us, fought with more than just a bit of effort to save that football club. And when you see that, lack of effort, lack of trying, lack of putting the right things in place, lack of preparation, unacceptable. No chance. It it can't be allowed, shouldn't be allowed, can't be forgiven. You're right when you say the top five moments of of worst moments as a Blackpool fan, you know, and four of them came with the Oysters fighting them. This is the next one. It's ridiculous. I feel like we've had everyone's had the piss took out of him, and I I can't be having that. So it doesn't sit well with me or many others. So they're gonna need to sort some out. But someone needs to rile that team and get it ready and get it motivated. And get rid of that dinosaur because if he's still here in the morning at this club, without then 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 I'm afraid the board uh, are accepting and even wants us to go down. As ridiculous as that can sound, that what else can you? How else can you go by that? Then they could come up. I think he, he I should think have been, he been potted about eight games ago no, uh, after that Rotherham and totally Huddersfield home games when he totally started to draw them. But the thing is, absolutely, there's no doubt about it now. There's absolutely not one percent of doubt about it. It's just it's been a it's been a farce the whole season. We've had this rant, haven't we, about bleeding Appleton because it was the same crap, but left to go too long again. Left to go too long. He should have been gone well before, and someone else would have been. And the reality is, the reality is, Raggy, with with, with the benefit. No, it's not even with the benefit. Hindsight, um, as against as against uh, uh, bringing in. Uh, uh, McCarthy would have been better leaving him in place because at yeah. least he knew the team. I just get the impression of McCarthy he doesn't actually know it's what a, our no. players' attributes are because it because any of us could have told him don't play play don't play bowler in central midfield. Yeah, don't play don't play Jordan Gable on the right back of a three because yeah. he you know he's not got the strength don't, for it. Don't play CJ yeah. as a left wing back. <laughs> don't play Keshu. Yeah. Don't start Keshu when he's fasted. You know, listen. And, and you know, and if Dougal, if Dougal, if it's not happening with Dougal, don't play Dougal yeah. and Conley in midfield together. 
You've got two play. You've got two central midfield players who work together, which is Patino and Farini. Try playing them a bit more often. No, it's not rocket science, is it? I mean, John manages at junior football. I've managed at junior football. You're involved. There's no. You're involved in the no, Armfield. You pick your we, best players in the we, best we, positions. We, That's what you we as football fans can pick probably <laughs> nine or ten of the best players at any one time and put a team out. Mick McCarthy seems to, be, seems to be like trying to do the opposite. It's like... But the, the narrative the narrative as well is always that, you know, from not just what Raggy said before, the Coventry lads, it's it's an underlying narrative of a, of a lot of what we've been told in the last two and a half years is, yeah, but we're poor, you know, we're skin. But, okay, well, that's we, we, the reality is we are. But don't piss away the money that you spend then because we've brought in Premier League loans that we don't use. We've brought a player back on probably a lot of money from Forrest, who was class before he went, to presumably play one way. We don't play him. Um, We've got our best keeper sat on the bench, losing value by the week, probably one of our best assets if we want to, you know, we want to sell. So... Yeah, we don't have a big budget, but we certainly aren't using that budget well. And that that doesn't come down to McCarthy and that doesn't come down to Appleton. That comes down to things higher up and a lack of actual mouse tactics and thinking. Because where is the Blackpool way? Because that's what we were told, the Blackpool way, the Blackpool player. Where is all that? It isn't. It doesn't exist. We've bounced from one thing to another thing to another thing. And, yeah, we can get pissed off at players, but to be honest, if I was at work and what I was being told to do changed about every six minutes, then you'd get pissed off, you'd get disaffected, you'd lose your confidence. And that's that. The, the, where we are now is not just about being mismanaged by, by um, I've forgotten who's our manager, McCarthy or Appleton. It's about a lack of identity, a lack of um, coherence in what we've done and, and, and the choices that have been made. And how, I'd, I'd like to know how the choices are made, who they're made by, and what the process is in making the choices, because I don't think they're the choices that any of us would have made round the table or anybody looking at objectively round well, the table. Well, that superstar would, would sporting director, the Coventry hero, he, he, he's a mate of McCarthy's, so that's exactly where McCarthy came from. Um, but... It, Ah, and the Barnsley Mafia I mean, I'm, connection. I'm, I know I'm livid and I'm fuming, and uh... but I don't care. Well, I've heard of the grapevine that Mansford didn't want McCarthy. So whether it, whether whether the Intel I have a top right. club, right? A top club teams like say I read, you know, read about Liverpool overcoming the, the the their financial disadvantage against the Arab states and all that. I read about Napoli overcoming their financial disadvantage against other teams in Serie A and so on, and a German team. And what you do is you make decisions based on objective principles, based on data, based on looking at the whole of the market. You don't make your your decisions based on on who such and such a body fancies or who such and such a body knows or who's available at the time, you make that, that's the process you have to have. And all right, we're not Liverpool, Napoli or whatever that, uh, Dortmund, but we've got to have that kind of setup. We've got to have that kind of, those kind of principles where we know who we are, we know what we want, and then we 
work our collective arses off to go and find those people who will do that on the basis that they're the best, not that they're somebody that somebody has worked with before or somebody that somebody's heard that is free or somebody that plugs that gap at that time because that's not good enough because you're just going to end up with a shambles. You're going to end up with with complete mismatches like we've got now. I I actually, to be honest, as a human being, I find Mick McCarthy quite engaging. I don't have a problem with him as a person, but who thought he would fit our squad? What what is that? With the littlest, lightweightest team that have walked the earth, Preston looked massive compared to us, massive. And then he's trying to set up like for like with a bunch of midgets. Com- compared to them it was never going to work it was never going to happen and everybody knew i've i've done my best to pretend it's going to work but it isn't is it and everybody knew that from 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 day one like tim's reaction when when you're on radio lengths told the entire story when they said what do you think of mick mccarthy and you sort of went uh, i'd rather not say and that is how everybody reacted because we thought what him what with that this is it it, though with the strategy strategy that you're talking about that they need to adopt in looking at all the data and now they look at nothing they look at nothing they never looked at appleton's results and saw it coming they haven't looked at what what the the fact of giving away fans to um all that east has done to the team they haven't looked at what fiorini's contribution has done to the team so these superstars, I think they're selling Simon Sadler down the river. That's why I think they've come here to feed off our club as a stepping stone and they're taking the piss. Now, he's, he's I'm a very clever man, Simon Sadler, but I don't care if he's watching this, look around at these idiots because they're, they're not looking at Blackpool. They're not looking after Blackpool Football Club. It's a joke. Joke that goes for the, some of the board, some of the players, the management doing him a disservice. He doesn't deserve it for everything he's doing and done and what he's put into this club. But for some reason, it's been allowed to go and allowed to carry on. And them last two for me, that Coventry was enough. And if, you know, probably the two-week break just about calmed me down ready for yesterday and then boom. I I don't know. They could all go for me. We'll stick 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 the Armfield club on the pitch against booking count. Cardiff, they give it, they give it a goal. Well, well, I tell you what, fight. the best, the best players are playing the right positions. Passion, That's for certain. But yeah. <laughs> there, there, listen, all four of us here, any fan could club, pick a anyone, team anyone for yesterday, yeah, anybody, the, the McCarthy, and any of us could get in that dressing team. room. Anybody could get in that dressing room and give a better team talk. Then they must have That's received the motivation. The, the motivation. This is anyone, it. Anyone. They've not got any of it. No one's got the passion. No one's got the passion. With two Blackpool fans that own the club who, who are probably not getting involved so much in that side. No one's got the passion about this club to sell it, to show it, to tell it how it is, to not accept any talk down of what the size of our club. I don't care that we haven't got millions. You've got to be the greatest sum of your parts. We've got loads to go at this. Ex- look exactly. At, look at Luton, Listen, there's We've done it before. Well we've done it before in the face of. We've done it. Brentford. We've Brentford. done it. Blackpool yeah. have Brentford, done it. We've done it before. We've got to the Premier League, under under all sorts of weird circumstances, but we got there because guess what? They all just believed at the right time, and everyone just got behind it. And the ethos of those clubs who do that is that everybody, from the tea lady to the manager to the Every single person yeah. has to be on it yeah. all the time because that's how you do it. 
And 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 we're not, are we? We're not. Well, there's just so many things for I'd say 15 months where you just go, that's it just don't make sense. It, it, it doesn't. Let's move on to the game then. We've <laughs> go for 43 right, right. minutes. This has got to be a record, hasn't it? Just past the game. 43 minutes. Rant. There you go. Take a take a big it deeper breath. Right. Let's let's have a quick we'll have a quick drink of Raggy Aid and let's get the uh, the second session of ranting going. <laughs> I need a vat full of it. Whoops. <laughs> I'm not just saying this for the lols. Slicing the ball. This yeah. uh, this set the tone. This set the tone of the game for me, when Nelson spoons it out for a corner. In the, was it the first few minutes and they nearly yeah. scored? Well, from it. That's exa- exactly. And then Morgan Rogers Actually, fell over the ball. It was a repeat. I, I don't. I don't think I've seen as many mishit, <laughs> uh, tempted clearances in any game. Well, players in the wrong position. It was it was yeah. like watching the Chuckle Brothers play, uh, and it wasn't. It's too fair. It was no, but ill prepared, ill prepared team. It players was, playing out the, of position. That's what causes it. Not up for it. Not focused. Yeah, that's it. Set off like that. We laid down and went two nil down. That's what happened. We laid down and just let let's go two nil down, and that can't be accepted. I think I think I think Eddie H in the in the comments has been on the raggy aid. I think he's nicked you. I think he's nicked yeah. all your supplies off you. <laughs> raggy. It's because you didn't go out on Saturday night, Rags, and he's, he's nicked all your raggy down aid. For me to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> he went to yeah. the Arndale and got the a uh, twenty-four think pack of raggy think aid. About it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It's farcical, isn't it? It's farcical. <laughs> you know, it's like... It's the it's best like ride we've ever been on. Old saying, oh, let's go and see the Mark Busby statue outside. You know, they wouldn't say it. Let's go over to the Mark Busby Club. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, but that's that's it. That's how we should be that professional. But we're not. We're not, and it's and it's allowed to happen. And it's got to stop. I know it's funny. They, they've, been, they've been here for three months. They must drive past the field every single time. There's a huge Look. statue of there's a huge statue of the great man it's right outside the club as well, and a massive picture him on the wall behind it. Yeah, just a huge mural. Chris has been in it. I showed him round the club. He mentioned the phrase "punching above our weight" to me. At which point, I said, "If you say that again to me, you'll be leaving this club." What sort of what's what's that? That's not. And then I gave him the old speech about. Um, Ballon d'Ors and everything else that we've got. So, do you know what I'm commenting now, mate? At Blackpool. But that's the attitude that we should have in that club, but we haven't got it. They think they've stepped, they think they've stepped down. They should have lined him up on the, in front of the punch there's bag two, There's another one in there. I don't even know the name of the bleeding guy, but they, 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 I think they think they've stepped down. Stepped down a level to come to Blackpool. Well, it... The the whole away fans thing as well, yeah. Max, of that, doesn't it? Because the whole strategy's been about, about how we're going to fill the away stand for 30 quid because we couldn't possibly fill it with Blackpool fans. You know, it's, it's yeah, that, yeah. that speaks of the yeah. view of the potential of the well, town. It's, it's, the grand. I've got a view of that. It's penny wise, pound foolish, taking that taking that extra, I don't know, 50 grand, whatever, it is, whatever you get. But I was reading some stats on the... EFL TV rights, money distribution, championship clubs get 80%. Uh, 
it goes to 12% in League One, yeah. 8% in League Two. So That's they are going to take a huge hit. They are going to take an absolutely huge hit when we go down. And, you know, if they hadn't sold those two stands... Well, it's eight, who, it's who eight games, right? Give it, it's eight games giving an extra 1,500 tickets away. At £30, it's 45 grand. They're not all £30. Obviously, there'll be concessions and everything. And a little bit of beer, which we can't really sell so much over a half time period. It won't be it won't be that maybe beer material really, it'd be two or three grand. But you know, let's say let's call it thirty five grand, eight times. I mean, what's that? Two forty two two eighty, two hundred and eighty grand for the season. That's probably probably paid yeah, for his not. Two hundred and eighty grand over the season. So, you know. And as I'd have guessed that's probably half of Gary Medine's wage for the season or something like that. But the 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 um is that really is that really needed? Talking about putting ninety million quid in over the years. You don't mind you don't you don't kind of mind if the se- if you know if the season's, but if the I do season's mind dead anyway. and gone. I don't think we deserve it. We don't it. mind them doing we it. We don't deserve to have our faces rubbed in it at this club. Certainly not at Bloomfield Road. We don't deserve it. We've had enough this fan base has had enough grief and crap. We got our, we got our faces no, rubbed in it yesterday. Well, it's had enough. Yeah, we, did. we don't yeah, deserve we did. it for, yeah. for, because of lack of effort, preparation, and will to do it. They shouldn't be negotiable. That that I I don't think this 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 bunch of players and some arguably the club no, don't. don't deserve this fan base. They don't deserve certainly they didn't don't. deserve the and support. We don't deserve to be rubbed off. And it's not it's not on from any of them. And any player, they all know. The players yesterday, they can come off thinking they've done that. They'll all be pissed off because of the formations and the team. I know that. They didn't give it 100%. I don't care. Well, there's no bodies on the line. Maxwell, him, I, he, want, he wants strangling that guy. Blames everyone. Every time a ball goes in the net, blames everyone else. Blames everyone else. Pathetic. That's how I've spotted that. Let's, let's get back to the game. We can discuss that. Let's get back on track with the game and we can discuss that. Keshi's obviously hit the post. Um, in the only kind of bright spark of the first half, we did start off okay. First ten minutes, first ten minutes, uh, didn't we? As we always, we've said this loads of times before, haven't we? We have an okay spell for ten minutes in games, and that's it. I don't think we did start that well. I thought we started really. Uh, we we had a little. We came back in. Pardon the interruption. Normal service will be resumed shortly. This is just a quick message to say, if you're enjoying this content, I would like to say thanks for this podcast and the many others. Then please consider joining our Patreon supporter program where you can donate a small monthly amount to help support this content and help us pay our bills. To do so, go to patreon.com forward slash Pod. There are several tiers you can support us on, starting from the price of a pint per month and upwards. And in exchange, you get this annoying advert removed from all audio pods and also everything ad-free on the audio. You'll also get access to our Patreon supporters WhatsApp group, which is good fun, and other random giveaways as and when they come in. So please do support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod let's get back to the content see you later the pressure on them um i thought they 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 looked a bit ragged and we didn't do anything about it we just sort of let them play themselves into a groove um and the number of times they 
they terrified us just by getting the ball about halfway through their own half and then just walking, just run, yeah. running yeah. up the pitch. It was mainly on the left hand side, and Gabriel was just Gabriel was caught goal side constantly. He's playing like three or four times, like he's, yeah. It's the same. It's, it's been the same all year. It's like Jake Beasley on the wing at Hull or whatever. Players playing out of position. And do you think they'd have been pushing Solfall up on the left hand side if Bowler would have been on the right wing, pushing them back? No chance. Yeah, exactly. No chance. yeah exactly. And it yeah, went into that point. Far That's corner a great shout. Three or four times That's in that first shout. half, early on, and we did nothing with it because every time it happens, I think if Bowler was on the ball now, different game. And then you know, yeah. You see that moment where Jerry tackled back, won the ball, and then sort of span round, and he got a bit of stick off off people near me. But I felt sorry for him because he boot, he, he knocked the ball up, and nobody at all yeah. filled in for him. Nobody had gone because ha- he's obviously not there because he's got the ball at right back. That's where CJ well, should have been. He just put, went down the left channel, didn't he? Fills in the position. Yeah. And yeah, he put it to that. where somebody should be, and a few people around me go, "Fucking hell, well, that, you that, fucking that, shit that, bastard!" Or something. Oh my like god, that. that's just that's a complete lack. Of course it is, but of, that, of, that probably came team. after. That's not, probably followed on from the fifteen it. times that husband played the same ball to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> husband, Jesus Christ! In that first half, the, the reality was the reality is Preston weren't very good, uh, but they were doing the basics right. They were they were passing the ball to feet finding men in midfield. And we didn't seem to be able to cope with the basics of them well, they had their, playing a game They put their best players it was in, almost in the right like... positions for a start. Oh, oh there's a surprise, Raggy. Imagine doing that. <laughs> that's a crazy, wild managerial that's, that's, tactic. That's, that's bonkers. Bonkers. The fundamental difference between us and them was they were able to start on one side of the pitch, work across the other side of the pitch, whereas we just went in straight lines. It was like somebody get it and either boot it up the line or run up the line. We, there was no there was no angles being played at all. There was no switches attempted. At one point, again, Jerry tried it at one point and it ended up spooning out of play. But it was a, it was like remarkable because we'd actually tried to we'd actually tried to switch. We'd no midfield to pass so the ball, though, had we? There was no one in the so midfield so to pass. It, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. Let's talk about the pot's goal then. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> <sighs> I've already uh, written the fucking blog on this. No, what, it's, tell us what it's a great us. blog, by the way. It's a Mitch, great tell blog. us what. I've, tell us what you put in your blog about that goal. I said we were shit. Pot scored because, of course, it was fucking him. And then that was all I wrote because I don't want to go through it again. No, I did. <laughs> did yeah. you say the highlight? Did you say the highlight of the game was somebody, was somebody spitting on the back of your head or something? Well, that was later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, one thing I wanted to bring up with on the Pot's goal was... Um, CJ Hamilton's cl- quotes, air quotes, clearance. Well, what that's what left wing backs do. Wait, there that's you go, there you go, Brad. Go and have a shot. And then everybody stands off him while he lines it up. Do, do goals like, you know, shot, tackle, shot. Oh, God, man. I'll close him down, maybe. And by the time he's got there, he's got his shot away. And to be fair, it was a good strike. It was a good strike. And. But that, 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 that header from CJ, it. what was he doing? CJ Max may as well have just left it. He should have just left it. It'd Why did better. he try? Yeah. He was tearing him up. He thought he was a battle player. 
But, but in all seriousness, when 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 you when you're playing CJ as a left wing back, that's what you get, isn't it? You get um, clueless so, defending, yeah. clueless defending. He's trying to get a throw in. That's what he was trying to do. Yeah. Oh, did, did anyone notice there was one of those shuttlecock throws in the game? I think it was uh, Gabriel. It was Gabriel. Did you see it? No, we had a, we had a CJ one in the second. Oh no, Gabriel managed. It was Gabriel, to throw one Gabriel did a him, Gabriel he? did a shuttlecock. Oh, yeah, if it was after three 0 I'd gone. I was on the train before the final whistle went. So it was it was worse than a shuttlecock, to be fair, <laughs> because even even CJ doesn't throw a ball in that badly. It's it's probably the worst throwing I've ever seen in my life. So yeah, we've gone one down, and it wasn't uh, wasn't long until the second came. Um, ben Whiteman free kick uh, again. I've put laughable there in the the banner. Laughable defensive work from Connolly. Just let his man go past him, and then decides to yank him back. That long-haired player of Oriel. I can't remember his name was the Spanish-sounding player. But um, Tim, talk us through talk us through this goal. Who's at fault for it? Well, I, I know a couple of people have talked about. Keshi maybe turning inwards, but actually, as um, we had our, we had a game walking football this morning, and uh, one of the guys turned up who said he was right behind the goal, and he said all the Blackpool fans behind the goal were screaming at Maxwell that the wall wasn't lined up properly, and because um, they could see there was a gap there, and uh, and and I watched it back. I, just, I was watching it back just actually before we came on, and and, and to be fair to Keshi. I don't think he turns that much. Most certainly, it's gone way round him anyway. There was there was acres of space for for Whiteman, and um, and you've got to say if, if the keeper doesn't. And this comes back to and Raggy spoke about it earlier. What really frustrates me with Maxwell is that when he makes a mistake and he makes a mistake later when he drops the ball, and all he ends up doing is having to go at the people about what they haven't done. When the reality is, it's him. And and a keeper's got to line the wall up properly. He didn't. End of. Because if he'd lined the wall up properly, no way Whiteman could have curled the ball around there. And Keshi moved a little bit, but he was nowhere near it. It wasn't like it just skimmed off his shoulder or something. He was way round it. So the, the Mick I saw in the post match was blaming the wall. He said they've got to duck they've ducked and got the head on it. That's not That's the bullshit. case. It's bullshit. If you watch it back, it goes round the wall and it isn't that close to Keshi. It is not that close to him. He's not ducked out the way. He's slightly turned sideways, but it's gone quite... For me, it's gone a full... That's because Maxwell will have been in it at right half-time, ranting and raving and blaming everyone for it. So McCarthy's gone with, oh, it was the wall, it's the wall. It's rubbish. He, he, he's, he, yeah. he, he's piss poor. He, he needs to go and all now, Maxwell. He's had enough now. Well, we have, we've been trying to get rid of him for that last I have, I have gen- generally eight weeks, that but... didn't really matter between the two, but it's evident now. It certainly has been over the last three or four games. Even a, ni- even a nine-year-old knows who's yeah. at fault there. Yeah. And listen, every, one, time, every, one, every time he kicks the ball down, I mean, sorry, so every time he kicks the ball down the field, he's trying to, for me, he's trying to kick it straight and it goes off. It always skews off to the right. And it almost, I think, I think he tries to play it like that's what he intends. But then if, and it didn't happen so much yesterday, but if it goes sailing over somebody's head into the throw, he, he throws his hands up as if to say, why aren't you 10 foot tall and able to keep that in play? And it's like, I don't know if funny, mate. Kick the ball straight. Down. If you're going to kick it, which I don't particularly like anyway, 
I think we're a lot better playing to feet in one of the in one of the wide positions. But if you've got to kick it long, kick it somewhere near somebody who actually plays in a tangerine shirt rather than just hoping that uh, you know it's sort of like a random boot down the field that gets skewed off to the right every single time you do it, and then try and make out that somebody should have been there who wasn't. Um, the way to play, the way to play it more for the not. If you, as soon as you're hitting it long, you're going fifty. We're well, not even going fifty-fifty because if anybody's played football, you know that if, if that ball's coming that way, uh, the percentage chances with the defender, not the attacker. The percentage chance is always... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And unless your player's in space, and, and with Maxwell, he rarely is. So we do a lot better when we play out into the right and left-back positions or even into the centre-back positions. Now, I know um, Grimmy got into trouble a couple of times when he was playing to Dougal under, under pressure. But the reality is we were trying to play possession football. Maxwell's just like flipping a coin. And it's almost like it's a weighted coin against us every time he goes long. <laughs> Because it's, it's 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 the most it's the most destructive tactic you can ever play as a football team is to go long, particularly when you've got the team that we've got. We're not exactly got big players who can win a ball. We used to play diagonals with players who could actually head a ball under Holloway, and there was a game plan to it because we often played for the second ball. But there's no system to it. It's just a boot up field, a hopeful boot up field, and generally diminutive forwards who are never going to win a header. You well, might you might argue it with you might argue it with the dean that it's worthwhile doing, but we haven't got the dean there. What the fuck are we doing? Isn't it right right down the pitch? What are we doing? What's the game plan behind that? There's absolutely none whatsoever, and it winds me up to the extreme. It really does. Anyway, rant over. You couldn't you couldn't tell. <laughs> There's two things on him, right? Number one, he doesn't actually kick it that long. If you're going to play long, you've got to kick. You've got to you've Correct. got to get it dropping as far up the pitch as he can because it causes chaos. Grimshaw to Medine was the most. It, that was statistically the most successful pass by keepers last year because Grimmy puts his foot through it and gets it right up there. Grimmy's actually a really good long kicker. So the irony is we don't play Grimmy now we're playing long now we're kicking it long because Grimmy fucked up a back pass in October or something, which is ridiculous. And the second I mean, allegedly thing, like, co- allegedly called he no, called yeah, Apple yeah, to yeah, the wanker, that, didn't well, he? Well, like we said before, like this is bullshit. This oh well some mm. somebody's got a bad attitude thing. The the decent players and, and Grimmy's not a bad lad. I've stood stood behind him in a game. He's a nice lad. He talked mm. he was talking to all the fans. He's I'm not having that he that he is some kind of septic disruptive force. He's just a He's a quiet lad with a with a beard. Do you not? Do you not, th- do you not think with um, 
we, we, well, actually, what, what's happened when McCarthy's come in, he's just stuck with, he's thinking, right, well, Maxwell's the more experienced and Appleton's preferred him. And Appleton's preferred him because Grimmie's called him a wanker, which was probably justified. Um, and the, and so he's just stuck with, well, he's, he's, the, he's the captain, well, he's he has, the team captain. Has, and, but like yesterday, we, there was one ball came through and I don't... The crowd reacted to it two seconds before Maxwell did. He was like, well, go out for it. And what about, two um, seconds later, he went through for it. You know, it's so, like, are you watching? He's, he's, do you remember? He's, sorry, he's, he's at fault for the goal, obviously. But was it like 10 minutes later when that corner comes in? He's just, we call him Flapswell. We got that off Tom, didn't we, the P&E fan? We, we can completely understand that name. Because you remember, he just punched, got half a punch on it, fell in a heap on the floor. And um, he almost created a chance for Preston. He, oh, fair enough, he got up and just tipped it over. But it was just another calamitous decision. I, mean, I think he was blaming someone else after that as well. Yeah, it was hundred percent his error. Yeah, exactly. And you get that. You get that in week in week out. It's always somebody else's fault. He always gets up after he's fucked up, and he ends up going and like, like shouting at everybody. And the reality is, he's he's, he's messed up, and um, that's his that's his automatic reaction is to blame someone else, and and. I can't believe, I cannot sit here and believe that we've got another keeper on the bench who's better than him. He hasn't had a sniff now for about four months. We don't want our go. best players on. He's got to go. That's not how we are. That's the, that's, that's the Blackpool way. That's the new <laughs> Blackpool way. Yeah. The Blackpool way. Yeah, that's have it, that's the, it, Reggie. The, the Blackpool bench, way is best to bench in the play whole the, your worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I walked out. Oh, oh no 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 no! Actually, Rag, it's worse than that because <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lee Freeney off the bench. Sending, it was oh, one yeah, of the best, maybe that's what. Look, look at the strength and depth we've got. We're sending players like Fiorini home. That's how good we've got. What are them pesky fans <laughs> on about? They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must Stuart Morby. That's what I want to know. He'll get sold <laughs> no. for about ten million in years to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd love it if that happened. Oh, no, love we won't it. sell him. We'll, we'll, we'll offload him on a free, and then the it. next club will sell him for 10 million. That's what'll happen. Yeah. Coventry, Coventry, I, probably. I'd done one after about 60. 60 yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd left after 65 minutes. I can't watch this. I can't stand it. Watching I saw you, them, I saw you watching shaking them. your head as you went down the, uh, yeah. the turnstile. I thought, I'm not watching these. Not turnstile, you know, the. Um, yeah. uh, I'm not watching these like getting us. I just couldn't stand it. So I, I've, it's the earliest I've ever walked out of a game, and I just put the radio on the way back, and they, they had the comms on. Scott's, what's his name? Some the press Reed. commentator and Brett Scott something or other. Scott Reed. <laughs> yeah, it might have been him. And at the end of it, he's he must have said it about four or five times. He's obviously not the the Blackpool main commentator, and he's, he kept repeating. What, Brett, why why have Blackpool got all their match winners on the bench? And he, he must say it like three or four times. Why why are your best why are Blackpool playing the best why aren't the best players on the pitch? He said there was an absolutely notable difference at half time when Pervader and Bowler have come on. All right, PE have taken the foot off the gas, haven't they? But um yeah, he he was bamboozled as to why why Bowler and Pervader. I, I don't think they will have taken the foot off the gas. We were just better because we got our better players on the pitch. Not that I saw it, I'd gone. As soon as it went through, yeah. I'd gone. Yeah. But that's, we've got our better players on. It was obvious that the yeah. team that came out in the second half was pretty much the team that should have started the game. But 
Yeah. yeah with well, Fiorini, maybe with yeah, Fiorini course, as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah. And, and Grimshaw. Um, so it was... Yeah, I, I was actually saying they should sub sub Grimshaw on half time, bring him on. I, I, I'm actually, I was actually half surprised it didn't happen. I was actually, I thought it might actually happen. And I think I, I think it should. And I think if if Grimshaw doesn't start on Friday, you've got to question exactly why 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 is why is a better keeper being kept on the bed? Not only listen, we've had this conversation before. It's not just a better we keep Pick it's boring, Tim, isn't it? We're constantly yeah. having this conversation. But it's not, it's not only that, but he's an asset. Maxwell is not. Is, is never ever. Listen, he, bless him. He, he could be the best keeper ever for the next twelve months, but he's never an asset. He's never an asset. And, and the Blackpool way involves, amongst other things, bringing young players through, developing them, and selling them for a profit, and then reinvesting and reinvesting. That's that's what we're meant to be thinking about and what we're meant to be doing. And yet we leave a young. Keeper who is who is better than Maxwell, even now, and he's going to get better than Maxwell. We've said this innumerable times. We leave him on the bench and we play somebody who's never going to be worth a penny for us. Now, in what in what planet does an owner who's looking to churn a, a, an element of players round in a way that makes us sustainable in the championship? In what he's been planet done does that happen? You stick, with, you stick with the young That's player. The, the people underneath, Simon Sadler, are doing, a, are doing him a disservice. They they haven't got a clue what a they're doing. Disservice. Taking the piss. Gribby could be a five or ten million pound player they're in they're two years' the, time. Taking the piss right? out of it. Out of it. I'm, I'm convinced of it now. Um, well, so they need to go back to Coventry. They need to be sent to Coventry, don't they? <laughs> From whence they came. Bob Harris, Maxwell. Maxwell must have explicit photos of Mikasaurus. Dear me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a typical, it's but yeah, a typical for, McCarthy the, player, don't it? Time. Just, it'll, be, it'll be like that, Maxwell. And that's it. A shouter, yeah. Like off Blackadder, the general Melchit. Shout, yeah. shout, and shout again. <laughs> that was his tactic for winning a war. Shouting. Anyway, um... Mitch, half time. We've made those changes. We've come out yeah. on the front foot. Um, Bowler showing immediately what he can do with that nice little dribble on the right hand side. He got us all off our seats. Right, he's lost the ball. Bit of a half 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 assed um, challenge to get the ball back, but they've just waltzed down the other end. Um, Cannon has just waltzed into the uh, edge of the sixteen yard box, unopposed. Um, Didn't see for Jimmy Husband. Defend it brilliantly by running. Oh, no, he away. gave. Yeah, awful. <laughs> that <laughs> ball. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, that was that was it. Game over. It was pathetic defending. <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. I'm just reading what Mark GT just put on there. Just, I don't know. Just the, just the irony of it all just oh. makes me laugh. That's all. Yeah. Our bench consisted of two left backs, Grimmy and Arbas. Yeah, this game was self carry, in my opinion. I wanted him in the middle. 
Well, look, I, I, I think Carey sums up this whole thing, right? He, he is a, he's a good young player who's been constantly played out of position. Um, what development he can have had from being shuffled around all over the place to fit people, to fit people in. And then when he finally plays number 10, we all agree that he's pretty much man of the match. So then he gets dropped and doesn't play number 10 ever again. And then where does that leave him in terms of his confidence and development? It's the same with Grimshaw, you know, Good young keeper makes a couple of mistakes, gets dumped. What are we doing? If if we are going down, then we need these players to 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 bounce back. But these players are gonna, their confidence is gonna be shot in it, and it don't make any sense because we're not we, we're not actually we're not actually seeming to pay attention to the development of the of the assets that we do actually have. Lyons has been in and out of the team, even though he's probably the best signing we've made in about three years. So what 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 are we doing? You know what 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 is it serving? I hope he's, um, he's run off. There we go. That's left. He has. He answered. Did he? Gone, I can't remember. Just gone three 0 he down. But... He's done one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Go on. Anyway, we did we did we did get a goal. We did get a goal back. A consolation. Um, what was it in the 90th minute? I, I, I was like just that. getting on the train as it went in, um, so there you go. I, I didn't see it, so I, and I've not watched any of it back, so you'll have to tell me about it. I don't know. I think it was the most half hearted celebration of a goal that I've ever seen in my life. It was kind of like everyone how was, many was, still, was how many were still there. there? I, never go, me. I'm a, I was I'm in, one of them idiots. It wasn't oh. that it wasn't as empty as you'd think. I'd say it was about. Forty percent had left by them. It hadn't. It hadn't completely well, it, it, emptied out. Um, but it was just like we were just talking to each other and complaining. It fits with my theory that sixty percent of Blackpool fans need sectioning. There you go. <laughs> Mitch, what was that? What have I missed? Uh, we just about how I many said about forty percent had gone. I said, well, it fits with my theory that sixty uh, percent of Blackpool fans need sectioning. It's about right that if you look around when you're there. What? Well, I was I was on a coach, so I was like slightly stuck because I couldn't really, I couldn't really go anywhere. Um, but I, I I had to go down onto the did they stop fans for that did, final whistle. Did they hold fans back? I couldn't have stomached. Well, I, no, no, they didn't, no, no, they well, didn't. Well, I, I found there was no one left. When, there was no one we left to hold back. Nil and there was uh, a good couple of hundred. <laughs> like they had the, they had the big barriers across uh, at the end of that alleyway sort of thing, gated off like they were going to stop. They had it prepared, ready to stop people. Yeah. So that's nonsense what they say about they decide during the game and all that. They had it all prepared with gates, but they, they, they moved them. They moved them. <laughs> it was like a secure, it was yeah, like yeah, a secure yeah, yeah, compound just, you'd yeah. see in Iraq, isn't it? Yeah. Or Camp Freedom. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It, yeah. I've never seen anything so... Against our human rights. It was laughable. So... It's like a war zone. We'll have to bring that, Yeah. Just lying bastards, aren't they? Actually, genuinely, I thought the policing yesterday was actually quite good. Generally, I know, That's... I know, you had some issues, Raggy, with them pointing the well, cameras they... and where they were pointing at them, but but yeah. I actually thought I thought they policed it quite well. I thought they policed it. It was low key compared with the last game. I thought it was more low key. It was better prepared. The coach, I was on a coach, so from Poulton. The coaches came in. We were, we were like, they stopped all the traffic, got us through, got us off. Uh, yeah, well, no, well, I have to say, the police, the about. Blackpool police, that are sort of match day spotters, as they call them, and things like that, are absolutely sound and always have been. 
the powers that be that decide the tactics that some of these people have to carry out is ridiculous. They got away with it slightly yesterday, the fact that I think 40% of people had gone and were back in Blackpool before, well, on the way to Blackpool before that game had even finished. So they had that, didn't have that to contend with. Um, but yeah, well, you were stood near me, weren't you? We was getting a little bit irate, irate with a few people. Yeah. Uh, some of the nonsense chanting that was going on, but the, um, no, in particular, because you get, you get idiot coppers that one who was just smiling and laughing, saying, calm down and smiling and laughing. No, no, calm down. It's, it's just, well, he got moved, didn't he? <laughs> Someone came along and moved him. Well, that firework that went that firework went off in the middle of them. That, that caused the crash. I thought it get me and it get me heart attack, and I was about three hundred yards away from it. It had like a bomb. I thought a bomb had gone off or something. There was one guy went off. He was like holding his foot. I don't think it oh, hit his foot. So I don't know what's going on there. And then another another, another one was holding his ear. But um, yeah, but I must admit, I think if that if that had gone off in the middle of Right next to my foot, I'd have absolutely <laughs> shat myself as well. Because it was it was seriously loud. There's a lot of things seemed to go on, especially when Brad Potts popped his head over there. I sent a lot of light, lighters and the e cigs or whatever they were called going into vapes, whatever they are. Vapes, yeah, yeah. yeah we've we've dug out Maxwell a bit throughout this game. He did make a decent save in the second half from uh, the lap through one on one. Made himself big and he did to be fair. Stopped a certain goal for one, so I'll give him a give him a bit of credit there. Uh, who'd have thought it? Jan Paveda making things happen, almost scored, dancing through defenders, taking on the left back and you, 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 not could, to you could never seen that, could score. you? Weird, that isn't it? He must have well, added it to a Blackpool player taking out. on a player. Hey, it was also the difference between us and them. I thought they defended really well. They put the bodies on the line. They got across. They blocked a lot of stuff. We actually played all right. Second half, we made quite a few chances, but they chucked themselves in front of them. They, 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 they you know, last ditch tackles and stuff, and and we just didn't do that, did we? Rogers missed an absolute sitter. Well, apparently, I've seen it on the. Yeah, it was a it head was unlucky. It, it was unlucky with that one. It was one of them where it just looked like he'd done everything right. He sort of set him, you know, ran in, set himself, got the flick right, and it just seemed to screw off his head and go wide. I thought he was a bit unlucky with that. I thought Rogers was the one player that that put a proper shift in yesterday, and he it wasn't. He fell over the ball, sort of. Well, he did, yeah, but he it was like. He was, was, was trying. He was trying. Yeah, he was trying, and 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 even though he was actually not playing very well, he kept trying and he kept trying and he kept trying, and kind of you know some of the others had a bad touch and just gave up. And I thought fair play to him for a player on loan. Fair play to him. He kept going and kept going. I actually he think he got running. better. As the, as I think he got better. Target, as the apart from that header, which I mean, listen, sometimes he doesn't quite happen with that, does it? But apart from, I think I thought he got better as the game went on. Yeah, yeah. Where I think he, you know, he sliced one, and he, you know, it's just a bit like Dougal and Conley. It wasn't happening, and Keshi, it wasn't happening for them. But they didn't get any better. I, th- I actually thought he improved as the game. He didn't came. hide, and he was—he's been played as a target man. You know, Morgan. Yeah. We've got Morgan Rogers, hot young Man City property. We're playing him as a target man. Just, I mean, well done, us. I mean, what a great use mate of his skills. Yeah. Um, okay, final piece on the game, which I've titled 
Perveda, Boa, Yates, goal. Funny that. Both Perveda and, uh, Perveda and Boa linking together. And what happens? Oh, we score a goal. It's um, the the reality. The reality is all three of those play well. All I've got to say, I thought Yates didn't have a great game yesterday. I thought he he was very quiet throughout, uh, but he, the service to him was shocking. So I, I, I don't I don't know whether to let him off or or whether he just almost like given up because he was watching the shit show that was going on behind him. I don't know, but um, he did get a goal. Um, I think I think Bowl Bowl Pervade definitely Bowler to a lesser degree tried to make things happen as they went as they came on. I think Bowler was a little bit wasteful in possession sometimes. But I thought Pervade particularly looked like he actually it, it meant something. And it's bizarre when you've got a lone player who looks like the one who's the most up for it amongst all the players you've got. That shouldn't be that. That shouldn't be. I, I thought the three of them were making a point because because we, we did play better. I mean, I'm I'm always stupid enough to stay till the end, me. Um, and actually, there was I wouldn't call it entertainment, but it was at least um, what's the word? The, I can't think of the right word, but there was at least a sort of vague sense that with them three on the pitch, there was a slight possibility that we could. We could do something. And it, it was like they were making a point because they, they just kept getting it and touching it and passing and coming back and moving. And it was like, where the fuck's this been for the last however? And and I thought they, they all all three of them that came on did relatively well. And it's a joke that they, that it's a joke that we've we've started with the players we've had. It's it's a joke. Like oh, I said before, I've got a few mates who support Preston. They all texted me going, why didn't you play those three from the beginning? That's What's them right? saying that, you know? This is, a, this is a really interesting graph. Look at the look at this momentum graph on FOTMOB. What is a momentum uh, graph, Jim? Right, a momentum graph is... Sean, McGill- in Sean McGinley's invented it. Oh, he is. Sean McGinley's yeah. just... Copy, just copyright Sean McGinley, <laughs> momentum graph. So if you look at that there, for the of the audio pod, I'll try and describe it. It's... Uh, it's, I don't know, a progress line graph, what you want to call it, the first half, p and have had the vast majority of the momentum. But if you look at the second half, Blackpool dominated and had more momentum, much higher XG in the second half. Well, if the graph well, says so, it must be true. Well, if the graph said so what and changed? XG says what so changed? as well, it must be true. But if you look at that there, look at mm. best players, uh, the best players in the right positions played in the second half. But it, it, it's predictable. It's predictable because when it, we, the best players are playing the best positions before and actually done that, and then they don't it's get the fa- team. It's just not. It's not right, is it? Ballon d'Or winner this club's got most famous FA Cup final in history, as we know. I think someone's recently. I think someone's recently done an overall standard have- in historic data of football clubs. And Blackpool was thirty second for historic results since football began. 32nd, we would lie. That's our natural position in the Football League. Mid-table championship. And we act like we are a Sunday League football team at times. It's joke. Let's have a listen to the Mikasaw, see what he said after the game. Feet today, what are your thoughts, first of all, from that performance? Well, bitterly disappointed, first and foremost. For all of us, for the team, for the fans who have turned up and expected more. Um... 
I thought the game we started okay. I thought they were better than us to start. Then we had a couple of chances. We get chances and and don't take them. Uh, their first goal, we didn't take. A, we didn't stop a quick free kick. We didn't stop the cross. Header's not great. Don't get a block. And it's emphatic to be fair. It's a fabulous strike, and that that lifts them. Um, second goal, I think, is a bit of a soft free kick, but then. We turned and ducked. No, I didn't duck. But we turned in the wall, and we could have blocked it. I think. And uh, going two 0 down was was you know a, a bitter blow for us. I changed the team at half time. I'll take responsibility for the first half, and you know put uh, maybe more flair attacking players on. See if we get back in the game. And lo and behold, we end up three 0 down. Um, they took their chances. We had enough chances in the game, but they blocked loads of ours. And it's what is it? Nearly 90 minutes before we score. Some first goal for them, really. Was it a case of when they scored that early on that the crowd really got behind them and, and pushed them on, really? I said, it was such an emphatic finish. It's, it gets the crowd up as well. And, of course, it's Derby Day and uh, it's not just a tapping. It's, it's, a, it's an absolutely stunning strike. And strangely enough, it does create a better atmosphere when that happens. So, But we've got to react to that and... Uh, well, we didn't and end up 2 0 down. Could probably guess, but what's the mood like in the dressing room straight after that game? Yeah, pretty lousy, to be honest. We're disappointed, as you'd expect. Seven games to go now. You've been in, been in and around over the many years in football. Do you still have the belief that this team has the fine determination to, to turn this around? I, I believe they've got the fine determination to do it, yes. Uh, whether we end up with the quality to do it, because we've had chances. You know, we've conceded goals again, three goals again today. Uh, you know, we, we're not we're not uh, we're not taking our chances when they come, uh, and when they do, we've got to be more clinical. That's for sure. But fine determination. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't is, got is the quality. That's because they're not on is the. A tit. I'm, I'm not yeah. heard that. That's just uh, set me off again. Now I'm reading on here that the old knobbenders have defaced the training ground somewhere along the line. Good, God, they deserve it. They deserve it. I hope they've smashed it to the bleeding ground. The. Um, that, that's nonsense. That. If he's if he's not sacked by tomorrow morning, then that's the whole lot need to get out because they they they're. Uh... Even Ben had been out for lunch today, Lytham laughing and joking. So I don't, think, I don't think that's yeah. happening. Well, fuck off. No, I've just just had to yeah. come in that. Oh, right. It's coming yeah. to me that that they've been out for lunch, and somebody said, "Did do you think he's going to sack him?" He said, "Well, they look they were laughing and joking." Yeah. So La- I suspect laughing not. and joking. Out, out having a drink mafia. in the face of Barnsley Mafia. laughing and joking the day after that shite. That says it all, doesn't it? Well, they'll, they'll get told. Yeah. We, be, have you been, have you been out, laughing and joking this lunchtime, anyway. Raggy? No. No, I haven't either. Well, I have actually. I've been in bleeding. I've been either. working outside. That's why my head looks like this. I'm fuming, full of, full of Red Bull, and I've been working outside <laughs> with the slightest bit of sun does my head, you see, so... I had to go all the way to Newtonley Willows, so I wasn't. Uh, had to pass through that shuttle down the line. You know, you no, need to no, put some sun cream on. Mate. When I've had it out with them players and that management this week on that training ground, it'll go then. And, I, and I'm going to go down to. I'm, <laughs> uh, look, Raggy, can, you, can you, li- can you live stream? Can not, you live stream it? it? It's it's and listen, if the, the club if they're <laughs> listening to it, you can get in first and arrange something. The players and the management they need to stand in front of fans and explain. Why there's a lack of effort and a lack of preparation going on at this football club? It's not on. And after that, I'll swing by the taps and I'll see Big Mad Mick and, the, and his old Coventry mates and tell them lot as well. And Ben, 
I won't call him bullshit Ben like everyone else does, but we'll just call him Ben. And I'm going to see them as well. They haven't got this. They haven't got this football club in their heart and their minds, mate. I'm telling you, it's not on. They're seeing us go down, and guess where they'll all be next season? Pissed off, laughing and joking, pissed off somewhere else. Laughing and joking in the clubs. taps, blagging someone else's head in the championship. They always oh, Blackpool. You know, you know, you can say in the interview. Well, what happened at Blackpool? Well, the club's it's small, Blackpool, isn't it? A bit tin pot. You know, we. I'm used to playing. I'm used to being at Coventry, where it's a big club, and now I'm now I'm here coming to this interview. Blackpool, you know, got problems in that club. No beds, no beds. A lot of them. Disrespectful twats. Sorry for swearing a lot, but that's where we are right now. And uh, <laughs> and they, they're going to be told not not having it, no chance. So if the club want to do something beforehand and organise something where right. these want to get invite fans and not just a select few fans, open a big forum up, get every fan that wants to be there to have a say. I don't care if it descends into anarchy. It should do. Because it's anarchy yesterday, tipping up there, being felt to, made to feel like that, mugging us off, taking the piss out of us. Nonsense. Well, well, listen, it, listen. most of us have been watching for 30-plus years, haven't we? 40 years in some cases. Since like, we were two years two old. Two years old. And, 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 and genuinely, I'm struggling to think of five worse Experiences in that yesterday. I was, I was there in the second half. That that was. There's not. There's not been. Any, there's not been any worse in my mind. Horrible. Absolutely not. Not any worse. Because well, you might. You might be right, Raggy. You might. Torquay. I hated. I, I didn't. I didn't think that. Not because the one nil defeat could get any worse. Yeah. You know the one in the because rain last year. That everything that, that, that went on for me. Yeah. Anything that, that went on that under worse, the Oyston uh, twats. Um, we expected to have the piss took out of us. Anything that's going on now, I don't expect the fans to ever, ever be mugged off. And they have done. And they've been doing it for weeks. And it's the management team and the players and, and the board and the and the sporting bleeding directors and the Coventry Massive and all these idiots that are mugging us off. But now it falls to Simon Sadler now and Brett Geraghty, two Blackpool fans, to step up and say, you're not doing this to these fans anymore. It's not happening. Because if they don't do it, it, go, it, go, it, it goes back. This, uh, this, 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 yeah. this Arndale shite, which is unbelievable, is it goes back to you saying that every person who comes to the football club should uh, listen. And you know, and I know, I know you, you know, you, you maybe take it a, a little bit far, but the reality is, everybody should sit down and yeah, properly and understand what Blackpool's it. all about, shouldn't they? It should be part of the. I don't. It should be part of the what we've been through over the last the, five and the years. Fact, and the fact that you've got a senior employee at the football club who generally thinks that the supporters yeah, and I don't, and listen, I don't, I don't think a, I do it, take it too far. At all. It's the problem it's is where you we're we used no, maybe to. You act, don't. Maybe you're used you, to maybe accepting you don't. it. Maybe you used to being told that that's where we are and this is about the level and all that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter about crowds. Doesn't matter about the money. Matters about acting professional, being the best we can, and we're not being the best we can because we've got some dickheads that don't believe that and just treat us like like that. Just just picture the scene there: big Preston game away from our local derby, big game for us. We need to win to get some momentum to try and stay up. We have a coach leaves Bloomfield Road with one player on it and comes back with one player on it because Josh Bowler parked his car there in the morning. By the way because he went past the Armfield Club when I was stood outside. So not all the players were there on Friday night at the Marriott Hotel. And there's another player having his breakfast in the dunes. 
it's nonsense. It's treated like something. Just tip up, lads. Have you got your boots? Yeah. Fiorini, you're all right, mate. Crack on. Get yourself off. Weekend off. We'll see you on Monday, Tuesday. It, they do not, not, get, not care get you. about this club. And I, I've said it before. We might well be a strange old fan base now that's sad, but we've been through something that a lot of people haven't. And they need to understand that. And they need to, um, what's the word? I don't know, but they need to tell everyone that comes through that football club and make them aware of it. And because that, being mugged off, a lack of effort, a lack of preparation, and and talking down this football club as if it's something small and just, it doesn't matter, is not on. Not on. Can't be accepted, won't be accepted. What was the point? What's the point in fighting to save it if everyone's just going to accept that we're just going to fucking fuck it, go down, back down the leagues, it doesn't really matter. Do you think we do you think we'd be better with Blackpool people in Blackpool Century? It should be they should have a Blackpool fan on the board. We, they we should do, have a fan in there. We've got two though. We've got two Blackpool fans on the they're board. They're not putting it right? out there. So but 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 right, Sadler is a very rich man, but he's an investor. That doesn't mean he's a good no. manager of people. Doesn't mean he's a good job of people, good judge of people, does it? Those things are not the same. And, and as he said before, he's been mugged off by people, but he's made his money on whatever it is hedge fund people do. But essentially watching numbers flowing and getting flows of data and all of that kind of thing, that doesn't mean you're a good judge of a person. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get going to sort of fall for bullshit when people are doing it. It doesn't mean that's what concerns me. And, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I I agree wholeheartedly with everything you say about what the club is and all of that. But to be honest, we'd probably forgive somebody if we were doing well, if they were competent at the job, if they were good at recruiting people, if they were good at having a strategy. You'd probably you'd probably laugh at them calling it the Arndale. But the fact that, that we've also been yeah, they're not doing the they're not doing the base. That means it underlines they're not doing the basics. Right. They're not doing the basics. And, and they're, not, exactly. they're not giving no. us the best yeah. chance. To succeed, and I don't, I, I, I really, I've no words for it. Really, they just, they just, they've got away. No one's ever, no one's told them. No one's told them players. No one's told that management team. No one's told any of them. No one's told any of them what this football club's really about. And then, I think what you need in the board, John, is you need some, you need somebody with football experience that knows what the standards are and knows what to expect, and somebody who you can like to a certain extent, like the man himself did for us for years, who would have a word in that and say, this isn't right or that's not right or this this guy's good or whatever. You need somebody who will who will spot bullshit, who will call it out, who will go, here, Simon, Simon, come here. I've, you know, I've got I've got this club at mate. It's not a fan. I think he, I think you need somebody from the you know from the club, the history of the club or whatever, who is that you can trust. That's the person you need. And exactly that's the point I'm making, Pete. Somebody, you know, Jimmy's no longer with us, but somebody yeah. who plays I, that ironic, role. Ironically, the Oysters yeah. had that, didn't they? Well, right. exactly. Yeah. Jimmy, oh, they they Jimmy, Jimmy Arndale. Just Jimmy. Sorry on there, then. Jimmy Arndale. <laughs> yeah, let's, get, let's find a Jimmy Arndale. Get him in. Yeah. yeah. Pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. Because if you got that, then you're not going to get these charlatans there because if somebody's going to go, hang on, who's this plan? This isn't how you do it. Right. Um, make the Mikasaur extinct tomorrow, yes or no, Tim? Um, I, I actually think we've got 
nothing to lose by doing it and all to lose by not doing it. So it's yeah. a yes from me. And I'd, Raggy. Sorry, go on, Tim. Sorry, go I was only going to say, and I'd give it do- I, I know some people have said, like, why it's a poison chalice, but it isn't. He's got a free hit. I'd give it to Dobby. Uh, and the rest of the rest of the uh, the team in there who actually know our players at the end of the season can't do any worse. Could not do any worse. Same question to you, Raggy. And uh, if yes, who's uh, who are you bringing in? Yes, absolutely, got to go. Um, listen, I don't think anyone can do any worse. So there you go. Stephen Dobby will be uh, at least he will understand the club a little bit, and I'm sure he'll have a go. It's based on nothing. I don't know anything about Stephen Dobby, but um. Just, I'll go for yes, he's got to go. It's not my decision to pick a new manager, though. So. Okay. Matt, same question to you. Step up, Mr. Gary Medine. Caretaker manager of Blackpool FC. They'll not be, they'll not be twatting about with him, will they? Might be having a scrap on a Saturday night. Love it. Yeah, he can't play anymore. He needs some, he needs something to do, doesn't he? Well, quite. It's not actually a bad shout, that. <laughs> it's well, not a bad it might, it, nonsense, it, it might well the, the, the motivation really might well come from within the team itself because I'm pretty sure them players will be stood around with each other saying mm-hmm. fucking don't know what they're doing these I'm sure they, they've got to be and between well do you remember when they had that big yeah, yeah. do you remember when they had yeah. that big meeting didn't they that big um, yeah well they, they, all they, meeting they, and then they, we won 6-1 they'd get the day after didn't we there we go yeah I don't think they picked the team yesterday, did they? Right, two more things then before we go. Um, Boardroom change needed. I think that's a given that something has to change at boardroom level. Um, You know me all season. I've been the most positive person going. Don't worry about it. There's 19 games to go. There's 18 games to go. Four wins here, five wins. Sticking up for them all. They all need to go. All of them. Because they're all culpable. They're all. Sadler can still. Sadler can still be the only one without being not, on the board, not, can't he? I'm not. Is that company's work, not, Tim? Is that uh, company's work, Tim? Uh, the, the, board, the board doesn't have to be calling the for a change of Simon but, uh, Sadler at all. Far from it. We need him. He has been mugged off as much as we have by certain people, and he needs to sort it out. And they need to get out of our club. That's what they need to do. Uh, well, Who? anyone, anyone that's—I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about Brett because he's—he's he's a board member, I would imagine, just because he's a friend of Simon's and been put in that position there. The rest of them, so name them, whoever they all are. Yeah, Mansford, Coventry man, well, whoever else, whoever else is scheming in the background in all these bleeding positions of chief scout and all this—they're all just not doing anything. They're not doing anything. Spending fortunes on nothing. I think I would prefer it to be more Blackpool centric, as we said before. I think, I think you know, a lot of people sort of laugh at, oh, it's 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 you're looking at it through rose tinted glasses, getting people to be involved in the football club before, but the reality is that they actually know what it means and they know what, what's important. And I think your illustration tonight of of people coming in, it, 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 you know, we, we've got we were a, we've got a player who's been England captain who's got who you know. Who's, who's played 43 times for his country uh, and has got a statue outside and 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 you've you've got his sorry I'm going to swear you've got his fucking name written across the front yeah. of the building still get it wrong and they still get it wrong at least at least the barrister who's taken the piss off for the last five years 
That's probably never been anywhere near Blackpool yeah. when he called it the Seafarer. Fucking Seafarer. <laughs> <laughs> sea yeah. still, it still tickles me, that, to the day. Do you know there's a chippy in St. Anne's called the Seafarers? I think we should all go there. Our fish and chips to get our picture taken above it. But, is, but, but you see, that, that's funny because we expected it from uh, all Matt Williams. Like that, that's a good chip. Don't expect it now. Would you, would you, what Williams, do you think about Matt Williams? Shout. I mean, yeah. he, he, listen, shout. he knows. He, he, he still lives on the Foul Coast. He's, he's in, I think he lives in Thorn Cleavers, if I've got it right. I mean, push the boat out and get him. Based on my conversations with Matt, I think he'd, he'd, he'd absolutely jump yeah. at the chance. To run it. Matt Williams, CEO, yeah. yeah. Double his money, do whatever it takes. He might well, even yeah, know yeah. where the home run money is. What I say is, his wages. <laughs> if Mansford thought it was difficult trying to explain that Critchley had left, which, you know, the, the amount of stuff yeah, Williams yeah. went through last time. Trying to, trying to square the circle yeah. of all that, then this... He, he ran the club, though, Matt, didn't he? Every department. <laughs> every department. He everything. He up on the desk. He was on <laughs> the AVFTT one minute, signing a player the next minute, but he bailing them out for whatever had gone on. The, the, paying the bills. Paying the bills, sweeping the floor. <laughs> he, he'd just have his feet <laughs> up in dreamland, wouldn't he? Did the website, did the programme, yeah. did all the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Green is the footballing uh, wise head as well. That would be a good shout. Um, I, I think he needs... Uh, listen, I love Tony. Lee. Tim Fielding as well. He, li- he, li- he, li- he lives down the road. He lives down the road. I think um, I think, I think. think he probably needs someone who's, who's still involved in the game uh, 20, 30 years younger, to be honest. I think... Uh, um, I think I think I think Tony would agree with me when I say that as well. But it's Gary Medine again. It's back to Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a few. He's got a few weeks free, hasn't he? He has. <laughs> yeah, big girls, new manager and new oh, CEO. <laughs> What's it? Connie used to say, "Playoff vibes, manage the club off vibes." Right before we go, uh, next manager. Obviously, we're having a bit of a laugh there, but. There is the serious business of who is going to be the next long term Blackpool or, Football or, Club. Yeah, 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 long term. I just want long-term. someone I've never heard of. I want a complete reset, somebody I've never heard of, and somebody that's got um somebody that's got a a vision, a clue. Because I think I think that's what we've got to start doing. We've got to start setting a template for what we do. I want somebody who plays on the front foot. I wanted Evo when when we got Critchley first time, I wanted Everett because he'd got Barrow playing like Barcelona. And, you know, that would have set a template for us. And Critchley did brilliantly for us. He, he he did. But he never really set a template for how we play. When he went, it was like, well, how do you play? Well, we sort of, we, we kind of like react, you know, we, 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 we hit him on the break and, you know, we're pragmatic each game. And I want, I want somebody called, I don't know, Javier Estevez, who's come from Mexico or something, who plays... I don't care who it is as long as he's got a clue of what he wants to do and then we recruit around that and it and 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 it's successful and then when he goes we get another one who plays him because that's how all these teams do it all these teams who have gone somewhere they do that they set the template and they go and I do not want Critchley back because it will never be the same again 
Never go back. Right, what do you guys think of uh, Carl Robinson, says David D? Big fat no from me. Big fat no from me as well. Oh, and, Hol- and Holloway is an even bigger no, Eddie. Eddie, sp- Eddie has spoken some shite on this on this chat tonight. I've got to say. Um, <laughs> Eddie H, may I add? Eddie, Eddie H, H, not Eddie H. H. No, 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 um, not Eddie the, A. Eddie um, A spoke really a load not. of sense. Eddie H, Eddie H. Uh, uh, Listen, of all, all the people that you know, and, and and there is a Blackpool link, albeit not, is is, is you got to say, Wellens has done a fantastic well, job at Leighton Orient. He's, he's the standout out of the out yeah. of the, the sort of nostalgic pick. I don't think we've got any realistic chance. I mean, obviously they've just won. They've won the no uh, chance, Evo. Evo no, we, that we, ship we should have got, got Evo. Ship has sailed. We got we got Ev- we should have got Everett before we got Critchley uh, when he was still at Barrow. That's when we should have got Everett. And the reality is that he's, you know, he's he's on a journey with, uh, as they call it, a journey with Bolton, and I, and, and I wouldn't want him to leave well, depends, Bolton for it him. It depends what I we think, sell to uh, him a, as a football club. Um, no, but he's a great guy, and, he, and, and why shouldn't he come got, here? Then why shouldn't they come here? He's got, they've got. We're just. We're just. Uh, well, yeah. because he's got a job to do but, there, and I don't think I generally don't think that you should. That I don't think if I was him. As, even as a Blackpool fan, I don't think I he would. I, I don't think door. he would. I'd but what I'm that saying job. is, why shouldn't we be going out there trying to entice these people and getting them in and offering them the right things and the right packages and the right? Yeah. Well, we should. We should. But we 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 basically stuck two fingers up. We stuck two fingers up to the job. He interviewed, didn't he? Yeah, we stuck. Yeah, Tim. two fingers up two years ago when yeah, yeah, when he would have well, been we, desperate we, to get that job. Yeah, well, I then mean, he goes to Bolton, obviously. And just, they just they just won the we, Papa we, John or whatever they call it today. We with thought everybody knew what they were doing two years ago, and, and clearly they don't. So, but mm. Ever was yeah. Ever was the man for the job then for me. I, I remember going up to Barrow when he was managing up there. Perfect. And, and I, I, I watched right them, and he, the way they played football was fantastic to watch. Absolutely fantastic. And, and we, he had no money, but, no big money behind no, him. And it, and he based it, it all on Holloway as and well, he, didn't he? And he brought them into mentor. the league, and I saw he was dismissed out of hand. And he actually had all the credentials. He had the Blackpool history. He played the right way. He played attack. All the things that we wanted to do and all the things we spoke about wanted to do. He was already doing it. And he'd it, it done it. A, 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 listen, I know we took a, a chance on Critchley, and it worked. But the reality was we did that in the face of somebody who was staring us in the, staring us in the face who – he had all the attributes, and he's carried on showing that he's got the attributes. Because he's had, a, and listen, there's no doubt about it. He's had an incredibly difficult job to deal with at Bolton. You know, it's the old oil tanker turning around, and and you know, I think he's turning it. But it's it's not been but, easy. But he showed a lot of character, and he showed a lot of character while and, carrying and, on playing listen, good football. I don't think he'll he'll he'd um, end up coming here. But what I'm saying is, why are we just going? Oh, the Blackpool job is available. Who's applying? We should be we should be targeting people, good managers, and trying to entice them here to this football club. We should also not just be talking about former players and whoever's doing well in League One or League Two at the time, because the reality is, if we're still in the Championship by by whatever miracle, then that. The, the Championship is the sixth richest league in the world, right? One hundred and ninety-two countries and whatever it is 195 countries in the world whatever it is there's only three countries don't have some form of professional football league so we, we, we'll be in the sixth richest division even if we're in the third tier 
third-tier footballers, third-tier managers earn more money than most top-tier managers elsewhere. We could have a pick of people from across the globe, thousands and thousands and thousands of managers that would be an attractive job for. It really would. And I agree wholeheartedly. We should not be. We should not. We've had months to get this right, months to find this manager. We should not be putting an advert out in Manager's Gazette or whatever it is in mid-May going, hello, would anybody like to come and manage Blackpool? We should have a short list of 30 people and I would ideally like 28 of them to have never heard of because they've scoured the globe because that's that's what... You've got to do. Where did Brentford get Thomas Frank from? Had any of you heard of Thomas Frank before he rocked up at Bradford? Brentford, I have. His aunt, aunt's you know, cousin. He should be out there aunt's cousin. finding. <laughs> what about this one? Right, what about this name that's being banded around quite a lot? Charlie Adam. No. Nope. This will. Um, what's everyone think of that? Well, he's, he's definitely looking he's, for a managerial job, isn't he? I mean, it, oh, you know, he's, he's been a quite high profile last few weeks, indicating that's what he's looking for. Um, it, it's whether it's whether you feel that taking a risk on somebody who's had has no experience whatsoever is is a risk worth taking. I think that that, and I think it's a throw the dice on that one for took, me. It's just pure sentiment. It's pure sentiment. It's pure this idea that well, we'll have a great atmosphere in that first game. That's not a professional decision. You know, the difference with Everett was he'd taken a club who'd been out of the football league since 1972 or whatever it was, 1978 and 72, had had no real success since then. Had never really got anywhere near going getting back into the football league. Got them playing the kind of football that was being written about in the national press that was that good on no budget. Adam has been youth coaching at Burnley and I think he stepped up to under-21 coaching um, he's never run a football team. He's never managed it. He's very good at free kicks. He's very good at passing, but that doesn't make you a good manager. How many? How many good man- players have been absolutely shit managers? And and for us to take that risk, I think would be it would be insane. I'm sorry, Steve. I don't agree. And, and by the way, Eddie, the last time somebody used the word so-called fans, um, it was the ex. Uh, Chairman of our football club, Carl Oyston. So probably it probably is Carl. Yeah, Eddie not, hates Eddie, probably Carl. So called sure fans. I remember. I remember that one. I remember that one on on Radio Five Live. So called fans. Yeah, and in terms of sadly, me personally, I'm suggesting that he is being mugged off, as well as Brett, because Brett's there because he's Simon's friend. So it's not about giving them to stick, but. They and Simon in particular have to address why other people in this club are not taking it seriously because they're not. So, and they said we were on this journey together. You know that was the whole sell from Sadler and 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 sort of if you like constructive critical feedback is part of that journey, isn't it? We can't just be like bottom of the league going oh thanks Simon you're great Simon everything's going well Simon like it's it's palpably not and well but well and, but, but for but for the three points that we're gonna have deducted we are bottom aren't we yeah. we are statistically God, yeah. the worst you're team right. in the you're championship right. 
And I'm not. And I'm not. Bl- I'm not. I'm not raging. I'm not raging at Simon Sadler for the fact we're bottom of the league. But uh, well, I suppose I am. But what I'm saying is, is not like it's his fault. His head should be on a spike. Far from it. It's that we've got to run the club better because because we clearly haven't. It clearly hasn't been run very well. And he has he has paid a large amount of money to other people to run the club for him. That that wage bill that we have all seen in this set of accounts. Supplemented Huge. by other wage bills on top of that for people whose wages will be not immediately personally evident in the counts that you, you're looking at, at multi, you know, multi, multi hundreds of thousands there. Millions. No, no, hang on, hang on a minute. Millions. Well, yeah, millions. To, to, millions. To, to well, let's let's not beat about the bush. I mean, yeah. you, know, you, you tot up Ben Mansford's wage, you tot up the two Coventry lads' wage. You tot up all the, all the all the other managerial people that they've got in there. We're talking a lot, a lot of money. We've got a structure now that dwarfs what we had when the interim board came in. There was nobody, absolutely nobody. Um, How much would it take to get if, Matt Williams? If, just just get rid of them lot. Get rid of a lot of them and just get Matt Williams in. If the players have a shit game, then they get they get booed. They get told they get told about it. They get they they have to stand in front of us and look shame faced and get the crap. But there's millions going out of the club who aren't mm. the players, and they shouldn't get a free ride in it. Especially when they're charging one pound eighty for a non-grab bag pack of Walker's crisps. I think that's stadium. probably the ultimate issue in all of this, John. It's the ultimate smack in the face players. from the club to the fans. It's, they, that. I, it's that or the sausage rolls, isn't it? Yep, sausage rolls for Tim. Yeah, cold pies for you, Raggy. Sausage rolls for you, Tim. <laughs> What's your bug bear, uh, and, and, no, and no, 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 no vodka well, no at half time. I have to suffer that, that drained water. I think it's these bourgeois <laughs> premium lounges. I, that's that's my main problem. This this segregating <laughs> of the uh, fan base along class can you, lines. Can you, that's, can you that's, get a vodka in the uh, old Bermaretti lounge or whatever it's called? Can you get vodka red bull? I think you can actually. I think I've not seen any. Uh, what I'm going to do is, Raggy, next time I'm in there, I'm actually going to get one make, for make sure, check, check the, I assume you'll be able to get it before the game, but check you can get it at half-time. It's always a bugbear of mine in grounds that they only serve crap crap lager and crap bitter and maybe crap cider, but no vodka and Red Bull. But yeah, Port, uh, not Port Vale, West Brom away did do shorts in their ground, so it can't be illegal. Mm. Not caring about, not, no, not no, caring about be, the fans. But it's just a bit it's of... Not, it's all a bit short. So it's, well, I don't. I never understood this. I mean, I always got really, really frustrated when I was involved about about the way which you make provision for fans to drink and to eat, and these bar and these bars shutting at half time when you've actually got still got people there. And I, I found it incredibly frustrating because you've got you've got you've got you've got a stadium that's open once every two weeks generally, or maybe once every ten days, taking into account home uh, midweek games, and I like the. They don't keep the place open for the duration and they don't sell the right stuff and they don't have enough people. It's like Preston yesterday. Why why haven't they pre-poured like a hundred pints and then and then they could just top them up? It's mental. And and you've got all that stuff there. What did they do at our, what did they do at our, between the end of um uh, the, the, the you know the end of the pre the pre uh, game and half time? Why aren't they just pouring a load of stuff ready to well, go? Well people out? are though. It's mental. Because you're, you're just losing money hand over fist because they take so long to sell it that half the people don't bother, and uh, and then and and it, you know those those that do get it 
don't go back and get a second. No, there's not. Well, some there's people are just time. daft, particularly in Preston, though, because the, the pub that we went to before the game, which was the Brook Tavern, um, which is not a uh, not designated away pub or anything, although it was yesterday. It was just a pub that we found last year and the landlord agreed to open it for us. And it's a great pub, big, big beer garden, big pub, outside bar as well. So I said to the um, the girl, who I think was the, landlady's do- the land- landlord's daughter there, I said, do you, do you have this for every away team now? And she said, oh, no, just Blackpool. I said, why is that? She said, well, it'll upset, if we have it for away teams, it'll upset the Preston fans that come in here. I said, but, but, but the one game you decide to open it for is Blackpool. <laughs> I said, it doesn't make any sense. To get it advertised, get it filled every week, every other week with away fans. There'll be hundreds in here spending fortunes. Well, the one game, Blackpool, so they don't upset the Preston fans. Bizarre. Well, there you go. Maybe she can get a job. Oh, club. Um, one one bright piece of news uh, towards the an end of th- we're going to have an end of season patrons do to uh, farmyard brewery. Um, I was speaking speaking to uh, one of the employees there, so they're gonna they're gonna take us uh, there. They're going to organise a little trip to the farmyard oh, brewery. Brilliant. So if you're in the uh, yeah, if you're in the um, patron supporter program, patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod, join up there. You'll be part of that. Details of that to be forthcoming. Just but a I quick, we'll, just we'll just one little there. thing. I just got to give a shout yeah, out to my so, cousin Neve yeah, Goldie, if she's watching. <laughs> Your dad told me to give you a shout out. <laughs> Hi, Neve. Big shout out. So, so we've got who's it's Wigan on such so Cardiff, isn't it? On Good Friday. Well, we've got three home, we've got three home games game out of over, four now. Uh, three out of the four games. Next games are home. So we've got a win on three, haven't we? The away game in between is Luton, where you would say, but 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 we are capable win of winning these games, and we're capable of going to Luton and winning, and we're capable of going there and it, getting something and getting momentum going with the right players. The best team, yeah. If we get rid of the Mikasaw, if we get rid of the Mikasaw, play our best players in the right positions, we've got uh, half a chance. Silly interview that he's just given. If he is here tomorrow, then I don't know. I don't know. We know he'll be claiming his bonus if we let him go before we're relegated, though. Give it a minute. Listen, I I generally think you've got to roll the dice on this. I think you've got to roll the dice because doing what. you know, doing what we're doing and continuing on doing what we're doing is just we're on we're on one road and that's what, to division what? one, isn't it? So yeah. roll the What's dice. The, uh, Raggy is tonight. Raggy is Noel Edmonds. What's that? More like Mister Blobby, I think, with my head burnt and that yeah. <laughs> your fat face. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. I, I hope that was a, a good. Uh, therapy yeah, session. Yeah, well, it's got it out, hasn't it? Well, well cathartic. No. You all feel a bit better after that? Yes, I think so. Cathartic, it's called, isn't it, John? Yeah. Cathartic. Well, the likes of you say those words, Tim, but yeah, the, the rest of us say, just say therapy. But yeah, it's been a pleasure having your company, gentlemen, and I hope we all feel a bit better after getting a, a bit of a good rant out there. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody in the comments for, for joining us. It's been a, a good show, given the results. Um, yeah, so we've got Cardiff coming up next 
Friday. I'm sure we'll get a bit preview show out before then. So all nice to be said is thanks for watching everybody. Thanks for downloading. Make us all out and up the pool. Up the pool. <laughs> Make us all out. Just before you head off, I know you've just enjoyed what you've listened to. Of course you have. Why not consider joining our Patreon supporter program for the price of a pint per month? You'll get extra bonus content in return. You'll get no ads on the audio pod. You'll get faster releases of the audio pod. You'll get it before the uh, the Great and Wash does. And also, you'll be saying thanks these uh, brilliant podcasts and you'll be helping us pay our hosting costs our streaming software costs uh, electric that kind of thing so yeah it'd be greatly appreciated if you could support us patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod price of a pint per month and you also get access to our um, whatsapp patron supporters group which is a good laugh we've got a nice community going on in there and you'll also have access to uh, competitions and giveaways when they do happen so yeah please do consider signing up and supporting us that url again patreon.com forward slash seasiders pod and if you don't sign up you're a Big see you later thanks for listening the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.